0: The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. Go with me now to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 2. And I want to read a few verses over here. Jeremiah, chapter 2. And I'm going to go to verse... Gotta be careful because I read everything. Verse eleven. Hath a nation ever changed its gods, even though they are not gods? But my people have changed their glory, God, for that which does not profit. Be astonished and appalled, O heavens, at this, be shocked and shrivel up with horror says the Lord at the behavior of the people. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. And they've hewed for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Now, what is very interesting to note the current condition of the church in America where major Churches shut down, and no one would even meet because they were all afraid that they're going to get the Rona. And not only did they shut their churches down, they opened their church as a vaccination site or a place for people to. I know they just. Put it in South Africa right now that the governments wanted to pass a law that you have to show your vaccination certificate when you come to church. So many of the South African churches are having to fight for the basic thing we fought for two years ago. Had everybody fought two years ago, they wouldn't have to fight now. And they are repeating many of the one-liners that we used back in those days, basically being if uh, vaccination helps, why are you worried about unvaccinated people? Are you with me? Some said, well, what's that got to do with what you're talking about? People have forsaken the fountain of living water. They've forsaken Almighty God. Some said, yeah, but that church didn't even believe it. Why would you go to a church that doesn't believe that Jesus is the Savior, that he is the healer, that he is the deliverer? Obviously we do everything in the natural to keep people healthy we with vitamins with with food and all we can do all of that but let me tell you you can do all of that and still not believe that Jesus is the healer but Jesus is the one that sustains you and when we approach him and we flourish because of this oil and i want to talk to you for a few minutes about you being anointed with fresh oil today, because it's very important, if you've been around automobiles, that they have an oil change. Every so many miles, you have to get an oil change. And some of you came in there and you haven't had an oil change in years. It's a fact. What do you mean, Pastor? I can see it on your face. You've got the old oil. Hello. It's lost its viscosity. Hello, it's old oil. God wants to give you fresh oil. If something doesn't have oil, it squeaks. And let me just say this, you've been squeaking a lot lately. Now go to Isaiah 55. In verse 1, wait and listen, everyone who is thirsty. Come to the waters. He who has no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come and buy a priceless spiritual wine and milk without money, without price, simply for the self-surrender that accepts the blessing. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your earnings for that which does not satisfy? Hearken diligently unto me. Eat that which is good. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. There's that fatness again. The profuseness of spiritual joy. The profuseness of spiritual joy. Hallelujah. And then we'll go to Psalm 92. My wife read from that. And I look at verse 10. But my horn, emblem of excessive strength and stately grace, you have exalted like that of a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil. Hallelujah. My eye looks upon those who lie in wait for me. My ears hear evildoers advance up against me. Ha, but it doesn't bother about it. The uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, which all. Made like you look like one. They will be long-lived, stately, upright, useful, fruitful, and shall grow up like a seed in Lebanon. Majestic, stable, durable, and incorruptible. Planted in the house of the Lord. That's why everybody should be part of a local church. Nobody should be floating around and rolling around like a bush in the desert. Well, I can't find the right church. What's wrong with you? I just can't find the perfect church. Well, are you perfect? No. Well, then if you did find the perfect church and you're not perfect, if you walked in there, the church would just be imperfect at that moment that you walked in the door. So quit running around, looking all over, trying to find the perfect church and come and plug in and get under the spout where the glory comes out. Get over yourself and let God do a work in you. Get planted in the house of the Lord Listen, we're growing over there. If I go over there right now, we've just planted plants now the last 10, 14 days. If I go up and dig them up and then move them and go plant them, if I keep moving these plants all the time, then nothing's going to take root. It will just always just be nothing. Bloom where you are planted. Are you with me? come and plug in. That's why this whole thing with the lockdown was so from hell to separate people from going to church and you stayed home and you didn't go anywhere because you wanted to protect your brother and sister. And we we love, we love, therefore we uh, socially distance ourselves. We love, therefore we double mask. One, one vaccine, two vaccine, one booster, three boost, two booster, three booster. We love our brother. Well, you don't even love yourself. Why did not you just run across the I-75 in the middle of the traffic? Huh? What was that? That was a Mack truck. What was that? It's 27 times the viral load of the very thing you're trying to protect yourself from. That's what that is. Oh, I really believe the Lord just wanted to help me because I really need to travel, pastor. You think God doesn't know about that? You think God can't birth something new? You think God, look at us. We haven't been anywhere. Look what's happening around here. Somebody said, aren't you missing traveling? Absolutely not. I travel from my house to here, I'm having the greatest fun possible. We now cover the globe by television. We have satellites around the world. We live right now to 1.8 billion potential homes by way of television right now. We don't, we don't have to travel. Well, wouldn't you like to travel? No. Well, would you, would you travel? If the Lord told me to travel, I'll travel. But I ain't going nowhere till he says go. I'm just happy at home. Well, I have to travel. All right, well, travel to the graveyard then. No, I'm not saying you're going to die, but you better get into healing school so we can start reversing the nonsense that has begun in your body. Are you with me? Because I believe that God's going to heal people here from the effects of the vaccine, that God's going to reverse people here and reverse and turn their DNA around. Listen, don't look at me like that because some of you have been double vaxxed and boosters and you're still worried about getting sick. What are you worried about getting sick? You've already been vaxxed. And we're not going to discriminate. If you want to shoot yourself up, go ahead. Some of you did in your past life. You shot yourself to kingdom come. It's a miracle you're even alive today. You used to shoot yourself up every day. You snipped it, you snorted it, you injected it. It was stubbed up every hole that you had. You tried to get high on anything you could. You know what I'm talking about. Huh, don't look at me like that. I'm just trying to get you into the spiritual side, which many churches don't allow because they don't believe God moves like this anymore. So there's no place for the power of God to even operate. Yeah, true. The moment the power of God falls, then it's the devil. So that means the only person ever moving on the earth today is the devil. Right. God's nowhere to be seen. Right. Hello. And the only right preacher is them. Because they are the very elect. And they were elected that only they should be saved. The rest of you are going to hell. You're all going to burn in hell. I hate that religious devil. Let me tell you, I, I can smell the thing blindfolded. It's like waving a red flag at a bull. And when I meet preachers full of religion, and the let me tell you. Some said, well, try to help them. You can't help them. They're too far gone. I said, you can't help them. Yes. A religious devil is a terrible thing because a, a religious devil is like a spirit of Islam. It'll murder you. Yeah. Are you with me? I see the same thing in Christianity, I see it in Judaism, I see it in Islam, it's the same religious devil and it'll kill you. Are you with me? Because it does not want freedom and it does not want liberty. Oh, they'll go out of the service and joke and have fun and go to some place and go to a party or whatever, but come to church and look like death warmed up, hello. One hour dry cleaning service, in by 10, out by 11, three hymns, three hearse, take up the offertory, preach from the Encyclopedia Britannica, the Reader's Digest, pronounce the last rites, and everybody goes home just as dead as what they came. In extra fact, they don't even take an offering, you just leave it at the box at the door, if you're being blessed in some small way. Just leave it the box at the door, Planted in the house. God's going to plant some of you here, even today. Stop hopping around. Find a church and stay there. Stop running around looking for this speaker, that speaker, and every speaker under the sun. No wonder you're so confused. You don't even know what you believe. Planted, everybody say planted. In the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. So watch everyone that's come and plugged in here and watch how they flourished. How many could testify with the up of the hand, Pastor, since I came and plugged in, I've been flourishing. I'm doing much better now than I was three years ago. I'm doing much better than I was 10 years ago. You're not just saying it. How many can say beyond a shadow of a doubt before God that since you've joined up here and you plugged in that you are flourishing? Well, get ready because this is the time of double flourish. So this oil, this oil is the oil of gladness. This oil is the oil of joy. And we all know the story in the scripture concerning the five wise and five foolish virgins. How many of you know that? So there were 10 of them. If there were five wise and five foolish, that means there were 10. Half of them were wise. Half of them were foolish. Somebody said, "You can't call people foolish." Well, no, I didn't say that. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Anybody say five wise and five foolish? Now go with me to the Book of Matthew, if you would please. Matthew's Gospel. And I want to go to chapter, oh, I can read this whole chapter, man. Let's look at chapter 25, but we'll just pick the first 12 verses. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto ten virgins who took their lamps and we to meet the bridegroom. Now I've had many people say to me, well, they weren't... They weren't, half of them were not saved, but that's, that's just trying to make your doctrine fit. It really is. Half of them weren't saved, Pastor. No, it says 10 virgins. They went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, without forethought, and five were wise, sensible, intelligent, and prudent. For they, the foolish took their lamps, but did not take any extra oil. So they had oil. So they were virgins with lamps, and they had oil, but they didn't take extra oil. Everybody say, extra oil. oil. That's what you're getting here in these meetings. You're getting extra. Everybody say, extra. Extra So I'm getting extra oil. But the wise took flasks of oil along with them, also with the lamps. So they had the lamps filled with oil and they had special flasks filled with supply. When or while the bridegroom lingered and was slow in coming, they all began nodding their heads and fell asleep. But at midnight, there was a shout made, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and put their own lamps in order and the foolish said to the wise hey hey give us some of your oil for our lamps have gone out and the wise said there will not be enough for us and you instead go to the dealers and buy for yourself but while they were gone away to buy the bridegroom came and those who were prepared went in with him to the marriage feast. And the door was shut. Later, the other virgins also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door to us. And he replied, I solemnly declare to you, I do not know you. I'm not acquainted with you. So somebody said, well, they weren't really saved. No, these individuals, what what that passage actually means, he says, I did not have an intimate relationship with you. I did not have an intimate relationship. There are many people in church that only come to church on Sunday, but the rest, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there's no intimacy with the Lord. If you look at the waking moments that they thought life is extended towards God, it's minimal, minimal. It's always about the problems. It's always about every other situation, other people. When you are protecting the oil, you even protect what you hear. You protect what you even listen to. You protect who's around you. You protect the voices that are speaking in your life. To protect the oil. It's very important. And so he said, I didn't know you. Watch, he says here, give strict attention and be cautious. An actor, for you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man cometh, so five wise had the oil, five foolish did not have enough oil to make it through the night hour. Now, one of the things that I want to refresh your memory with when the Lord came to me in the early hours of March the 17th at 10 minutes past two, when that fire came into my room, one of the things he said to me, he said, my people are not ready for my coming, but I love them so much I'm going to get them ready. It's very evident when you look at the churches that are shut down, and in some cases, churches are only back up to 30 percent of the attendance of what they used to have. And there are many churches that are closed down. There are mega churches that the pastors don't even exist anymore. I mean, they just closed their buildings. The church was never meant to close. And I don't mean to be hopping on this uh, uh, thing all the time. Some pastor's gonna talk about churches that closed because there are still churches closed. It is time after two years to open your church. The only problem is, that they're gonna have to start all over again. They're gonna actually have to come and do their first works and actually go out and get people saved and bring new people in to fill the church up again because the ones that were there are gone. The sheep are being scattered. And I would go as far to say that the ones that are still standing are the ones that have had enough oil to make it till now. But this is only the beginning. This is what we call the beginning of sorrows. The stuff that's coming upon the planet, even the next five, 10, 15, 20 years, men will not be able to deal with it. The stuff that they've planned, diabolical things that have been planned, the next virus that they want to unleash. I'm not even gonna talk about it today, this morning. It is what you can't even begin to comprehend how such wicked people can devise these things in the laboratories and then release it on the population. Now I mentioned that everybody gets quiet, but we, what do you think? We're teaching you these things all the time. And so you're gonna be okay. Some said, what do you mean? Well, the, Lord, the Lord's gonna sustain you and you're gonna see the miraculous power of God and God's gonna carry you through whatever they come. I'm not afraid, I don't, I don't travel Because I'm afraid. I don't travel because I won't comply. I'm not putting something on my face. I'm sorry. I don't wear face diapers. I never have. Never will. I don't have stuff stuffed up my nose. Or other places they want to put them. I'm doing it. You can do whatever you want to do. For me, I can't. Just can't do it. So he said, well, it's my business. That's fine, you, you, I'll get you two swabs, one for each nostril. And I've got the long ones upstairs for the anal swabs that the Chinese are using. I can give you an anal swab if you like. No, I won't personally do it. You can swab thyself, yea verily. I want to see you in that region of, of your life. Can you say amen? Keep that hidden. And I'm not saying this to try to make people feel bad. I'm trying to tell you it's only the beginning. Our poor brothers and sisters in Israel are into their fourth and fifth vaccine. And now all of them are getting AIDS. HIV AIDS. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome because they've just shot the immune system to oblivion. All all the people in Palestine, they go, "Ah, we don't have to do anything. We have to do a thing. The Israelis are injecting themselves into oblivion. We don't have to do a thing. They just keep That's not an alternative. Oh, pastor, come on. No, I already know the science behind it. Somebody said it's over. It's the lull before the storm. It's not over. It's the lull before the storm. We're coming up to what's called midterm elections. Wait until November. Hello, Fauci just made the statement and said he was thinking of retiring but he feels that he should hang around a little bit longer. He says it's not over yet because there's a new variant called Deltacron. No, that's it. Just when you thought it was safe. From a galaxy far, far away. The arrival. Deltacron. You hang around me, even if you cough, I go... Just for fun. Is that it? How long have you had that? (coughs) Is that it? No, I had a jalapeno pepper. Somebody said, what's this got to do with the anointing? It's the same reason why people booze and drink alcohol and smoke weed. It's legal now, Pastor, it's legal. I'm sure that's why you moved to Colorado to start a church. There are ministry praise and worship bands smoking pot in a back room and writing worship songs. Fact, fact, so we get creative that way. Yeah, I heard the worship song. I would never have it sung anywhere near where we are. I could do better with a cat under my arm, squeezing the thing's neck. But then those same people criticize us because we've got joy. But they run straight down the line to get a jab and another one and a booster and double mask and socially distance themselves. That's none of that's in the Bible. Everything I'm telling you right now about fresh oils in the Word of God. You're gonna believe? Somebody said, "Well, my pastor got up. It's time to leave the church." I, listen. If your pastor shut the church down, what are you still doing there? Some of you look some of you look like bees. You've had so many Zoom meetings. <laughs> I'm not going to ease off of this. I will not ease off of it and I'm not dropping because this was a plan to take the body of Christ out. Let me tell you right now, and they're not stopping. They're planning to come back stronger than before. But I'm coming back stronger. Before. Well, I didn't go anywhere. We're going to be stronger than before. We are not tolerating this nonsense. Now, if this is too heavy for you on a Sunday morning, then I'm sure there are plenty of other churches in Tampa where you can feel happy. and you'll really be under Bloomberg there. We're right outside the city limits, so Bloomberg doesn't have any authority here. The Lord knew what he was doing. He stuck us right here. Can you say amen? And I'm, was you just going overboard? Right? No, because I already know. I haven't told you everything. I'm not telling you everything. We've been focused on a lot of things. I'm not telling you what's coming. Maybe tonight I'll share a couple of things. <laughs> no, and everybody's happy. <laughs> this is not good stuff, folks. We will do whatever it takes to protect the church. We will do whatever it takes to protect the body of Christ. I've already counted the cost. So I'm not saying this to protect my life. They know where I am. When I got arrested, they arrested me at my house. I live an hour away in the middle of a forest. They arrested me. So it doesn't matter where you go, you can get arrested anywhere. And I'm not afraid. But I know what they're planning. So I'm gonna make sure every one of you have oil and all of your vessels are full. In actual fact, you're gonna have so much oil you don't know what to do with the oil, other than give it away. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure that you have oil to make it through the night. Much oil. And you too. And you. Oil. Listen. He's a retired colonel. Let me tell you. He can tell you. He'll tell you what I'm telling you is the truth. Because he knows what's going on. We had a South African minister get up and tell other ministers, Pastor Rodney only stood like that because he had a constitution. I've got news for you. If I was in South Africa, they would have shot me, killed me, or stuck me on Robben Island and locked me away permanently. I would have been in prison for two years because I would never have bowed, not one inch, not one inch. It's got nothing to do with where I live. I just happened to be living here. We didn't bow then and we're not bowing again. so what you say well how come you're so emphatic with this because if you don't make this word what i'm telling you right now your source and the final authority you will go with everything that comes by way of the media and any influential person that they buy that they give money to you'll obey them this must be real that pastor said it they've been bought whole denominations have been bought whole religious groups have been bought and paid money by certain groups to sell their people up the creek. We haven't taken one dollar from any of these people. We don't want their money. We're not interested in their money. And we will preach what God tells us to preach. We're not changing one thing. There are only two genders. Only two, they are not 57, they are only two. One with spout and one without. This last week was a without spout conference. The with spout conference will be in the month of September. By saying that, anybody's welcome to come here. But there are two different locations for restrooms. The one are for people that have a spout and the other are for people that are without. Do not attempt to use the without if you have a spout. Because we'll catch you and you will be without. And we're not, we're not homophobic, so I don't make a a he's, phobic. well, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid of homosexuals, lesbians, transgender. I'm not afraid of everybody. I love everybody. I treat them all the same. I mean, the Adam's apple will give you away. I understand that. Are you with me? But hey, we seem God set people free. I said, we've seen people get set free. Oh, but this is not politically correct, what you're saying. For who? Who must we be correct for? This is Pentecostally correct from the scripture. From the word. Well, I'm going to change it. Well, if you go someplace, you might get arrested. I've already been arrested. I have nothing to lose. I have absolutely nothing to lose. As I told you last week and the week before, I was socially distanced years ago because of joy. I have preachers in back rooms praying and working out how they can cut my legs off and how they can stop me from doing what God's called me to do. That's all I've ever known. So I'm not really too worried about it. I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm here to get results. And when you see what God did, even this last week, as God was touching ladies, as they were set free by the power of God, that would not happen in some seeker-sensitive church with some 55-minute sermon with a pastor or 55-minute service, with a pastor sat on a bar stool, some skinny jeans, soy latte-drinking pastor with boobs, Bigger than his wife. From all the soy that he's consumed. Oh, man. I don't care how many books they've written. I don't care how many crowds they had. We're not looking for crowds. We're looking for people's lives changed. People come and people go. But the only hope for America is the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. And we will not compromise and we're not changing the message to become acceptable. I don't care what anybody says. Somebody said he's angry. I'm actually not angry. I'm actually very chilled. I could lie down right now and go to sleep. I'm just chill. I'm I'm, I'm getting it across to you. (laughs) Because if I just talk like, and so as the church, one needs to adopt the attitude of the Lord Jesus Christ. As he walked the earth, Yeah, that's gonna change a city. Really, that's gonna change a city. Only people full of the fire of God can shake a city. Are you with me? And I'm not talking about a manifestation. I'm talking about the fire of the Holy Ghost that's on the inside of your bones. But let me tell you, when you open your mouth, people will hear you either have it or you don't. I'm not talking about some emotion that you whip up. This is not an emotion that is whipped up. This is how I am all the time. The only difference between me here now and in the back room is I don't have a microphone back there. But if you've hung around me privately, you know that this is me. You can wake me up at two o'clock in the morning and I'm like this. I'm not putting on anything. If I had my way, I would calm myself down. Hold on, let me just go talk to myself back over here. what are you doing look i'm preaching leave me alone take a chill bro i mean the people are here you know just yeah but they gotta There's many people watching my television they don't know these things you've got to tell them i just give up with you okay no don't worry i took care of him that was pastor rodney trying to tell evangelist rodney to calm down And here's the thing, maybe because I know all the other stuff behind the scenes and what's being planned for the next six, eight months, any year. Somebody said, well, "Why don't you tell us right now?" in his time. <laughs> right now I'm on a mission. I want to get everybody just like Reginald over here. Stand up, Reginald. Just turn around so the people can see you. He's a software engineer that the power of God hit him. How many weeks now? Seven weeks. Eight weeks. Look at his wife, the daughters, look how they are. They're so happy. The daughters are happy, daddy got slammed. Mama's happy, daddy got slammed. Daddy's happy. Oh, it's real, it's real Oh, I know, I know it's real Praise God, the doubts are settled And I know, I know it's real Hallelujah. And you can live like that. So until I see everyone like that, I ain't (laughs) stopping. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I wanna ask you a question today. Do you have enough oil to make it through the night hour? Do you have enough oil? Do you have enough oil to make it through the night hour that is coming? You say, what oil is that? The oil that if you are taken away and put in front of a firing squad, instead of crying frantically and saying, no, don't kill me, please, you laugh and you say, go ahead, make my day. Oh, yeah. Somebody said, it it won't come to that. That's the plan. That's the plan. Do you have enough oil to make it through the night hour? You that are watching my television, do you have enough oil to make it through the night hour? Somebody said, well, I've got oil in my lamp right now. the, The fire is going. Yeah, but do you have enough oil that when the oil in your lamp runs out that you have a supply? Because when Jesus comes, we on the first flight out. And then, and then you'll come running to the river church to get oil, but we're not here. There might be some sound people here and a couple of other technicians that are hanging around that haven't fully surrendered their life because they're contractors. They just work a job. You understand that? We've got contractors here. So we might have contractors here that are left behind. And they know the codes to whatever, so maybe they'll become the preachers. I'm just being totally frank with you. Just because you work around RMI doesn't mean to say you're saved. Just because you work around them, I men, what 149 people work in this ministry. Just because you hang around you, that don't mean to say you're saved. It right. yeah. don't mean to say you have enough oil either. Right, amen. Amen. Do you have enough oil to make it through the night out? Only you can answer that question. All the ones with the oil will flourish. All the ones without the oil will run dry and will seize up. You can carry a Bible big enough to choke a donkey. You can say, Amen, Hallelujah, and have no oil. I meet ministers like this every day. And I meet Christians that could quote every scripture, but they've run out of oil. You've run out of oil. That doesn't mean you run around laughing the whole time. It's like a supercar. You can go through a school zone 15 miles an hour, but if, if you ever need to hit it, you have the power in seconds to go to the max. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You can leap to action at any time of the day or night. Here the river, we even have the birds and the cicadas responding to us. The crickets, the frogs respond. The chihuahua, Would you look in your own heart today, say, God, I don't want to have a pretension of oil. I want the oil. I want my lamps filled. And I want the vessels with my lamps filled. And then everywhere I go this week, I'm gonna get other people, and give them oil. And I'm gonna become an oil supplier. Because that's what I want to move this whole church from people that need oil on a weekly basis to people that are suppliers of oil. Because the, fi- the whole fight in the world is of oil. That's what the whole thing in the Ukraine is about, is oil. Everything's about oil. And you're carrier of the oil of heaven. Can you say amen? And it is the oil of joy. Now, let me just say this before we pray. This oil of joy and gladness is holy. But as you can see, when I share the message on it, I'm actually very serious because it is a matter of life and death. It's a matter of life and death. There's many here that should have been gone in the past two years, but the Lord sustained you. And there was this oil of joy that carried you. And there are many here that the past two years have come into an understanding of what it is. I have pastors calling me saying if it wasn't for the stand and wasn't for the River Church, we would have been shut. That this was a lifeline to them. And the oil went by way of television into their homes and into their life that carried them. And everywhere you go, that's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. The same oil you carry that not only sustains you, sustains everybody you come into contact with. I want you to bow your heads, please, if you would. Look in your own heart today and ask yourself the question, do I have enough oil to make it through the night hour? We don't have much time. We do not have much time left. The final grains of sand are going through the hourglass even now. And Jesus is calling. And he says, come. Come. His return is soon. It's even at the door. He says, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I'm going to give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me. My yoke is easy, my burden is light, come. If you had to die today, where would you spend eternity? Where would you go? There is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You don't have to go to a devil's hell because 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross, the price was paid, the blood was shed. And just like that old song said, there is a fountain filled with blood, drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged. Beneath their flood, lose all their guilty stain. Today, the power of sin will be broken. The power of guilt and shame will be removed from your life. You're going to leave this field transformed. Maybe there's something hidden that no one knows. Pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, anger, lust, the hidden things that clog the heart of man. Or maybe it's something outward that everyone sees and you feel embarrassed. You feel, well, there's no hope. The devil's a liar. God's a God of a second chance and a new beginning. Will you surrender to him? He calls you today. Maybe you on this field, in this pavilion today, or you're watching by wave television. What would happen if today was your last day on the earth and you went home and went to sleep and in the middle of the night, you passed. Where would you go? Where would you spend eternity? I want you to know there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. He calls you today. He says, Come. Maybe you, under this wonderful pavilion, and you say, Pastor, were you're watching at you home, you say, I gave my life to the Lord, but storms came against me. The winds of adversity blew. Sudden attacks of the enemy left you destitute. The loss of a loved one, a sudden illness, bankruptcy. The loss of a job, the betrayal of a close friend. Something happened that rocked your world. You used to be on fire. You used to read your Bible, you used to pray, but you don't do that anymore. But today you say, I'm coming back. I want to fall in love with Jesus. All over again, just like my first love, that first joy, that first passion. I'm not gonna rely on my wife's relationship with the Lord or my husband's relationship with the Lord or my parents' relationship with the Lord. I want to rely on my relationship with him and I want to know him. I wanna know him intimately. And then lastly, if you hear and you say, Pastor, I do love the Lord, but I'm not sure of my salvation. The devil's always lying to me, telling me that I'm not saved, but today I wanna make sure. If this is you and you fit into any one of these three categories, I'm gonna pray with you, for you right where you are. Quickly, put your hand up right now and say, pray for me. I need Jesus right at the back, God bless you. Just raise up high and wave your hand at me. Another hand over here. Thank you. Another hand over there. Quickly slip it up high and say, yes, that's me. That's me. I'm not leaving you the same way I came. All the way to the back of the fence. Quickly slip that hand up and say, yes. Yes, your heart's pounding away. God's speaking to you, telling you now. Now is the time of salvation. Now is the time of freedom. Quickly slip it up high. Say, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you, sir. Anybody else, slip your hand up now and say yes. You that are watching by way of television, you can raise your hand in your house. Somebody said, nobody can see me. The Lord sees you. Slip your hand up right now. If you mean business with God, God means business with you. Once you've raised it, you can put it down. I want you to look at me, if you would, please. Across this field, on this side, all the way through to the back fence. If you didn't raise your hand, but you want to be included in the prayer, we're going to pray right now. I want you to quickly slip your hand up and say, please include me. Thank you, lady. Anybody else? Thank you. Over there. Anybody else? All the way through the back. Wave your hand. Just wave your hand so I can see it. Thank you, sir. Anybody else? Slip it up high. This middle section, slip it up high. Thank you, thank you, thank you over here. Anybody else? Another hand there, another hand, quickly. Raise up high and say, yes Lord. Yes, I'm not leaving you the same way I came. Today is my day of freedom and liberty. Do not delay. This very day your life could be required of you. Come, this side over this side. Slip your hand up if that's you. You wanna be included. Quickly, put it up high, right at the back. Anybody else? I want every person that raised your hand, I want you to stand to your feet right down all across the field. Everyone that raised your hand, quickly stand. Stand, 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 stand. I want you to bring your personal belongings and come down the aisle. We're gonna to pray together, come, come. He calls you, ushers if you'd help him, come. Today is your day of freedom and liberty. He calls you now, come, come. There's others coming, come. Quickly, 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 come. He calls you. Today is your day. A new beginning. He calls you. He calls you now, come. He calls you. Behind me, no turning back, no turning back. You can take the whole world, but give it Jesus. You can take the whole world. But give me Jesus. You can take the whole world. But give me Jesus. You're turning back. No turning, back. no turning back. You know, there are people who think our service is a little too long. You know, being locked up in your house for weeks on end is very long. The three and a half, four hour service we have is minimal compared to the hell people are going through around the world, all because of draconian measures put in by government agencies and people that work for the system. Let me ask you a question. How did those short services ever serve anybody? Most of, those, most of those churches are shut down. All those campuses, or oh, we have seven campuses. There's nobody there. There are mega churches in Orlando, dead, finished, done. The pastor, they, went, they came out, they've been Zooming, no one showed. They advertised, even less showed. Everybody's afraid. They're all afraid. They're going to die. Orlando. Once mega churches, gone, finished, finito. Ovis Cadovis, finished. And the pastor's the problem. Because he didn't know what he was. Put your hands in your britches and find your testicles. And then get up and preach. Can you say Amen. amen. People have been neutered by Dr. Fauci in the World Economic Forum. Hello. Hold the dominations, bought into critical race theory, and all the nonsense, wokeness. Amen. And is, you know, obviously we have visitors come, but I feel that if somebody gets offended by what I say, it's only a matter of another two Sundays they're gonna get really offended, you know what I mean? So I figure if people come, they get offended the first time, at least they know what's going on, and they just say, I'll never be back there again. Yeah, that's fine, so. I've got nothing to lose. I'm trying to protect the environment, are you with me? I really love people, I'm trying to protect the environment well we will leave and take our money we don't need your money fortunately thank god amen we don't we didn't need the government's money we didn't take any ppp why would i want the government's p (laughs) yesterday was your birthday thursday was your birthday i'm going to have a book for you a nice book i know we give out a book to everybody that comes but i want to give with my gosh, yeah. Make sure she gets something extra for her birthday. Yes. All right. We're going to pray together. If you believe the Lord today then right as we pray, something's gonna happen on the inside of your heart. Things might not change on the outside, but it will all change on the inside because that's how it happens. It's supernatural. I want you to close your eyes and raise your right hand to heaven. That's where your help comes from. And pray this together with me right now. Say, Father, I come to you in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Lord, you said in your word, if I confess with my mouth Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. And I believe in my heart that God has raised you from the dead. I will be saved. So Father, right now, I confess, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart right now. Take out the stony heart. Put in a heart of flesh. Wash me. Cleanse me, change me, fill me, use me. Let me never be the same again. I turn my back on the world. I turn my back on sin. And I follow you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for shedding your blood for me. Thank you that on the third day you rose for me. And thank you that you're coming back again for me. From this day on. I'll never be the same again. I confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He is my Lord and my savior. And right now by faith in the finished work of the cross and by the shed blood of Jesus, I am saved. Thank you Lord for saving me now. Now lift both hands and just thank him right now. Let me pray over you. Father, I pray that you will seal them now. Seal them by your blood and by your spirit. That on that day, not one will be missing. Raise them up to be mighty men and women of God. And may they be carriers of the divine oil of heaven to a lost and dying world. And I thank you for it. Use every one of them. To bring in this great harvest. I break every curse. I send it back to where it came from. Every spirit of witchcraft working against the life. I break it. I send it back to the place of origin. I pray blessing upon them from this day on. I pray increase. I pray blessing from every side. And Lord, I thank you for it and I give you praise. I break every bondage. I break every addiction in Jesus' name. Amen. Now just thank Him right now. Just thank Him right now. Just thank Him right now. This program has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International in Tampa, Florida. For more information on the ministry of Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard Brown or for additional resources, visit Revival.com.